Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another CLCI Live today. We are going to start, well, I'm going to start by saying Merry Merry Coaching to you all. And, merry Coaching. Uh, <laughs> we will be kind of just walking through some of the things that we all generally you're going to be experiencing around this time of the holidays. So we're going to navigate some of the practices that we feel like might be beneficial for you to utilize. Maybe not, but we're going to say them anyway. So we'll go ahead and start talking about, um, I think a really good um, footnote to go ahead and start on is gifting your clients because that one is something that can be a little bit gray sometimes when there's an answer for that. How do you guys feel about gifting your clients, especially as a coach? Well, you mean giving presents to them? <laughs> yes, yes, giving presents to your to your clients. Uh, I mean, there's different schools of thought on it. Uh, there's a lot of folks say that it's a great practice. It shows that they're appreciated. Um, other folks say not to do it because it means you'll get lost in the shuffle. Um, I myself am a gift giver, <laughs> so I would be I would be somebody who gives gifts. Yes. <laughs> I would say there's a few different ways of going about actually giving gifts. Um, it doesn't have to be anything physical. I think maybe a, a moment of appreciation is a gift that would be something that's reciprocated well um, between a coach and client interaction. Um, I know when things start, you know, when it, when it comes in the form of um, maybe, oh, Lisa, if you want to step away for a sec, you can go ahead. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Good. Love you. We'll miss you. <laughs> I'll hang here for a little bit. I just got a little migraine going on, guys. So there's the light shining in my eyes. It's yeah. If you yeah. need to go rest, go rest. Uh, Marlon Marshall says happy holidays. Yes. <laughs> happy holidays, Marlon. So uh, to continue on it, why do we feel like that's a bad thing to maybe give gifts potentially? It's... Well, I can give come up with a few. It sets an expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can also convey a message, maybe one you don't intend to convey. Um, it uh, it also can hurt the the pocket, right? You may not have enough money to do that. Um, also, what do you give people? That takes a lot of thought and time and energy. And um, so, uh, maybe you simply just don't want to. You got so many other people that you're giving gifts, like you know. If you're treating it as your profession and your job, just, you know, wish them a happy holiday, send them a card. Merry Um, Christmas. Happy holidays. I love love the idea of just a card. You know, it's simple. You can write it out to multiple people. It's the same thing. So not, you're not getting one expensive gift for your favorite client and something else for those that you have different feelings for. A card is very simple. And I think if uh, uh, my dentist can send me a, happy holidays happy birthday and you're a business and you want to have that do customer with experience cards, like when you get them what do you do i open them? them and i just i smile yeah smile. they sent me a smile. message and they thought about me do you, do you like get do you, do you do if your coach is a picture of you on the cover i have a line <laughs> fishing line go for it i put all my christmas cards you have right a fishing line with all your cards on it perfect that's amazing i actually i i wanted to save them i will like at least you know use them as decor or something or put them around um uh, what 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 kind of card? What goes in the card? What's on the card? Do you, do you do custom? I could get lost in cards for a long time. <laughs> I was trying to think if I ever gave. I mean, I did. I gave holiday cards, 
but I don't think I ever gave any gifts. Um, the idea of <coughs> sometimes they would give me a little gift, like a gift card to a restaurant or, or, or something like that, or a little, little token. But I don't think I, I think it was just cards that I gave out. They, they do say that, that giving a gift, it does, um, it's good for customer loyalty or client loyalty. It, um, it, it creates, it shows that you're thinking about them and that you're uh, willing to take the time and energy to do that. Mm -hmm. um, especially being that they are the ones who pay you, that, you know, that, that, yeah. that school of thought is it's you taking time at, and money out of your budget to pay, pay back, essentially, mm -hmm. in appreciation. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a necessity, though. Um, there's mm -hmm. an article, I believe it was it was an ink. I don't know. Um, and they were saying, this is the reason I don't give them. And I don't give them because I get lost in the shuffle. And I can think of other reasons or other times that I would rather give something to my clients. It doesn't have to just be around the holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there was chocolate. I think I did give chocolate. Like Chocolate's always a good thing. <laughs> I love a C's box. <laughs> like I, I always had little candies, but on the holidays I had little special candies. One of my clients, as I'm thinking about it, one of my clients looked forward to it because they would come back year mm -hmm. to year. <laughs> you have well, candies in client loyalty. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay, here's a question, um, which maybe our prospective students don't know or not, because a lot of professions don't allow you to accept gifts from clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the question might be, well, as a coach who's coaching with I in the under the ICF model, are we ethically allowed to accept gifts? No. And I didn't see anything that barred us from doing that. So there's nothing that bars us from it. I don't it it, no. it speaks about somewhere in the uh, somewhere in there. I don't remember where, but it spoke about, you know, bartering um like to get concert tickets. It said that that's not a practice that we coaches do. So you don't coach someone for them to give you concert tickets and those kinds of things. And I think that I mean, that, that's okay. So that's saying no bartering and that doesn't express that is it explicitly in there. Really? Yeah. It's uh, maybe it's since changed. I, I haven't looked it up. I know that that's the th one of the things that we used to really discuss quite a bit as part of the ethics. Um, but since everything's changed, right, I haven't, I haven't noticed right it either. Now. I'm not seeing anything come up. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, well, we'll, we'll do can, the research on that one. Can you <laughs> um, give the gift of coaching? Yes, I would say so. Especially so as a new coach. If you're a coach, let's just say you offer currently 60 minutes. Well, I'm going to offer mm -hmm. an additional 20 minutes to our session. Or sure. you've never been a part of my coaching. I'm going to give you a free 20, 30 minute as my gift of giving. It's the season and I want to help you. That sort of crosses into like sort of holiday promotional offerings as well. So yeah, there's uh, there's a, an, an article I dropped in about, um, basically it shared um, there, you can do things like gift cards, specials, discounts, things like that. And to incentivize, um, sort of sales in during this time, um, which sort of goes into another topic, what we were going to talk about, which is pricing um, and, uh, you know, sales, et cetera, in this space. Um, I have a hard time. Sue says, I have a hard time thinking of give, uh, giving gifts to clients. I feel like could blur boundaries and professional distance. And I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, that, 
that's where it comes in. If it's like a more generic gift, I don't know. I've given gift gifts to my clients. I have uh, like little things, you know, um, um, but it, it's not exactly as a coach, it was more as a consultant in, in that space, but I've given, you know, uh, affirmation cards and I've given, um, all kinds of little things. Uh, I've also given, uh, we used to, uh, give business cards with, with, um, and do, you know, you got a business card with everything else when, but that's under a different space than in, in the coaching space. So I would maybe suggest limit the amount of money you spend on giving gifts to clients and that's up to you, but come with a budget so that you don't give a hundred dollar gift to one client and then like a $5 gift to a client. Kind of that way. <laughs> maybe, maybe You're worried about the comparison they're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe split the difference, make it like a $30 limit for every client <laughs> and save yourself um, a headache. I think as a rule of thumb, don't break the bank. This is not about buying the biggest, most extravagant. I know there have been periods of time in which like that was a thing. It was a thing to spend the most money. It was a, it was, it showed, you know, you're doing great or what have you. But I think that those days are less in, in place and it's more about the thought. So mm -hmm. give a thoughtful gift to your client. I think a thoughtful gift will do far better than a, uh, any other kind of gift. Uh, I think even if it was something that maybe you created, that was like, um, you know, uh, uh, depending on what kind of coaching you're is, but maybe it's something that helps them and enriches their life. That would probably be something that they would enjoy mm -hmm. far more than, um, you know, something shiny and, and pretty. <laughs> a, hand, a handwritten note goes a long way. Yes. It touches that point right there directly. It's handwritten is huge. I got bad handwriting though. <laughs> I mean, there is something, there's just something that, that, that little touch, that little extra something, uh, is very, it's wonderful. Um, so people do appreciate gifts most of the time. Um, so moving on from that, we've got a lot of ground to cover. Um, yeah, we do. uh, so let's talk about, since we sort of touched on it, pricing, um, and the new year and, and it coming up in the new year and the fact that a lot of people do choose raise their prices in the new year um, do you mean like at the beginning of the new year that's when they decide to raise their prices like yeah. january 1st yeah hmm. so then i guess the question is what do you do are you supposed to just quietly change your prices on your website january 1st or is it better to lead up to that price change which I, uh, well, I think so. I mean, my this is again my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. my best practices have always been to give everybody a heads up, give them the warning, let them know it's coming. Um, and you can even furthermore build a sale around it or build a, a you know, let people know the prices are going to raise, get in now because they're going up. And that's a great way you can sort of drive sales, especially during the winter, during this time of year, December, unless you're in the retail industry, your numbers are going to drop to some degree because people are spending their money on presents. They're not spending their money on themselves. So they'll start again, January, but typically December slows down a little bit for a lot of people, unless you're in the retail industry. <laughs> uh, you guys thoughts? <laughs> I'd say yeah, it's a, it's a combined weight. Cause you'll practically speaking, you want to raise your prices and change them, but you can also combine that with the marketing aspect to get people to pile in on a slower sort of um, season. And then you set yourself up for the new year with a bunch of new clients and a good that's income. Hope. Yeah, that's the hope. But um, I, 
I can't imagine just changing my prices and not telling anybody. I mean, you have to, of course you have to, because you can't just start charging people more money. I mean, because you have existing clients. clients. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, and and people are going to wonder too, uh, I was going to say, like maybe new coaches are wondering, do we grandfather our clients in or do we raise the prices on like existing packages and like, I, you were, well i oh, well that's a, I'm, that's a I, I was of the opinion that you grandfather them i never changed their i mean i know there's never like, ever nope not what whatever they signed in as and they maintain that time like they would come in regularly like once a month maybe every couple of months that look on they, your face as long as they stay within that timeline, I would honor what they started off as. However, new people, that's when I would adjust that price. Yeah, I would see. I would not. I would. I would raise it for everybody, um, fairly mm-hmm. across the board. Myself, um, it would yeah. just be no. Everybody's paying this rate. And you've got to join mm-hmm. in the club. <laughs> um, and it's just the way of the world. I mean, it's uh, there's inflation. There's things. I mean, we it, there's. It's, it's fairly common, and that's where you're giving them the heads up. They can also incentivize yeah. it. Like, I know we're, you're not used to this. It's going to be more, so we can we can step it up over time. And that's where giving them that, sort of having yeah. that conversation um, is a good thing, too. Uh, but but I definitely have raised prices on my clients before. And, um, uh, what again? <laughs> just the grandfathering thing if you have somebody that's committed to you and they're for a long long time i mean it could end up being it could be I'm just that that could be a great deal of time between and um now mind you i do mm-hmm. think that there there are different realms when the grandfathering works i think that if you have a finite package if you have a package that is uh i'm i've paid for 12 weeks they paid in advance i'm not going to go back and ask them for more money yeah. Um, now, if at the end of that 12 weeks, I'm going to charge them the new rate, though, if they want to sign up again. And that's sort of where my line would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that I'm not going to ask for more money from people that have already paid. Um, but but when that contract is up or what have you, I would then adjust my new rates with them. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes any sense. Hi, Monsalit. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think there's a a wrong thing to do with that. I think you just have set your boundary and then you stick to your boundary. I mean, that's the, really the important piece of it. Who did I just interrupt? I heard somebody starting to speak. That was really in the chat. (laughs) Um, And then, I mean, they're saying uh, that your 4% inflation is somewhere, somewhere between two and 4% inflation is what we're talking about. I heard 6% inflation. You heard higher? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that, that uh, prices will be raising. I mean, they have been already. Yeah. So uh, not Give uncommon. The gift of a raise. For <laughs> in the same in the same vein, though, like we've mentioned, you can also incentivize. You can also create sales around the holidays. Running through that, talking about that, let's move this into another piece of this content. I mean, we're creating holiday themed content as we speak. There's good and bad to that, right? Uh, what are the goods? What are the bads, guys? It can be um, sometimes a bit, I don't, I guess, yeah, dangerous, just depending on, um, because there's so many different um, ways that people celebrate the holidays. Um, for you to kind of commit to one of those can be kind of um, excluding some who may actually celebrate a different style or different way or different holiday. 
Um, that's something I think to be mindful of around this time. Uh, so I know there's a lot of PC ways of how to say, you know, it's the holidays, you know, saying happy holidays is probably the most uh, common one you see. But I was actually before we hopped on, saw there's a ton of different ways that you can say happy holidays to kind of ensure that you're not excluding those who may celebrate. I want to know. Give me do you guys example. celebrate? Do you guys celebrate happy Honda days or Toyota thon? <laughs> In our house, we sell Happy Honda Day because we have like four Hondas <laughs> in the family. I'm a, I'm a Happy Honda Days as well. I don't know. We, don't want... <laughs> we, we don't celebrate the holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You need to be careful about sort of, I mean, don't be careful. I don't know. It's your business, but <laughs> yes. Be mindful that other people celebrate uh, different holidays. I had to remind myself as I was writing the blog last week, I almost put in like Christmas time. And I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. I got to stop, think, and then edit the article so that it's more appealing to a larger audience. I mean, there are a lot of different holidays that happen in, happen in December, a lot. Um, we we divide it typically between two, but there's a lot more than that out there. So what, what we, we got Christmas. We got Hanukkah. I gotta pull it up. I'll show you right now. I'll tell you. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Never met anybody who celebrated Kwanzaa, but I'd like to. Uh, so that you can explain to me what that is. So we have. Um, uh, it's also uh, International Human Rights Day is in December. Um, uh, Feast of Our Lady Guadalupe, Saint Lucia's Day, the Twenty Four La Posadas, Yule Winter Solstice, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Um, Kwanzaa's in January this year. Um, there's Zartosh. St. Stephen's Day. There's a lot of days. <laughs> and John, um, back to the conception of Mary, Bodhi Day, which is a Buddhist holiday. Um, <laughs> I think Kyle, you celebrate two holidays. Is that right? Which two? I celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. Oh, awesome! Amazing. Oops. Oh, no. Double team extra presents for you. Oh, no. no, I only get Christmas presents. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we kept them to the ones. But the eight the eight gifts in Hanukkah is just to make the kids feel special because everyone's receiving Christmas presents. Typically you don't give presents in Hanukkah, but to help match the theme. All the other kids getting gifts, they started. That reminds me of some other holiday that did something similar. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, the reason we have Christmas trees, it was taken from another holiday. No. Well, we're also <laughs> we listed Yule Winter Solstice for the pagans and Wiccans out there. Yeah, the pagans and the Wiccans, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, uh, I mean, the Easter Bunny the Christmas trees. <laughs> so we, we all borrow things from one another now, don't we? <laughs> But the point um, is, a lot of different people celebrate a lot of different holidays. A lot holidays. of different ways, yeah. Yes. So you're, we also, so this is an interesting point. We also say, develop your niche, get specialized, sort of narrow down your audience. But now we're saying, open it up a little bit, so. Well, we're saying be courteous. You know, maybe maybe that's not a, a common okay. link between your niche audience. Maybe they are of a variety of of uh religions or backgrounds or what have you but they all have the same problem and all have the same yeah, okay. need. um so no, we're not be, saying be in our marketing i only coach christmas celebrators <laughs> <laughs> um 
Well, I, I, well. I would celebrate every holiday if I could. Like, I would, like, I want to be part of every holiday. Firstly, <laughs> well, there's those that don't celebrate any holiday. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, or, there are. Or especially during this December, celebrate any holiday. Mm -hmm. I would even add as a coach, that could be even uh, a niche to focus on. Or those that don't have family or people to talk to and celebrate holidays, you can open up yourself to be with that person and, and talk to them. Maybe they want a coaching session on a holiday because they don't have family to celebrate or anyone to talk to, but they have you to listen to your coach and that could be a different <laughs> itself. That would be very, yeah. very yeah. generous of a coach to do that. And very yes, it would be. But also, on the, I, have I, mean, found, I can I celebrate holidays alone cool. just fine. <laughs> devil's advocate here. It's all it's your holidays as a coach as well. So if yeah. you want to just block off the entire that, morning, that'll bring us to our next uh, one of our next topics is the scheduling and the concept mm -hmm. of scheduling and 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 like how do you set boundaries? Do you what what works for you? What doesn't? And and how do you let clients know that are used to seeing you every week on Wednesday at one o'clock that. Uh, I'm going to take a couple weeks off. <laughs> um, well, well, this is one of the benefits of being a life coach and not, I would say, a therapist or psychologist where, and I'm, I'm misinterpreting their profession a little bit. Let me say that. <laughs> but their mental well-being is not. Admit now I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm going to admit now that I am I'm wrong. Continue on. <laughs> but to a certain degree. Your client's mental wellness is not dependent on you in any way as a coach. That's probably one of the first things that they should acknowledge when signing a contract with you is that they're, and I think our contracts say that for our coaching sessions that we're going to be having in no way, shape or form is, are we psychologists or mental wellness or health professionals and your own emotional well-being is dependent on the client. Uh, or it's the client. You're also making one assumption in this, though. Yeah. And that assumption is that it will be an emotionally charged problem, right? That it will be, but it might be that that they they mm -hmm. are used to eating you with you to go over goals and planning mm -hmm. and and having that sounding board. And now that means that there's going to be a two in their head. The panic might be, that's a two week delay in my goal setting. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? <laughs> um, I didn't ask to be set two weeks behind. Um, <laughs> and that's when we have to re empower them to come up with their own plan. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you said it great. Um, kind of just having that conversation prior to you going on that break with your client and mm -hmm. asking them, is there anything in between, you know, now and the next time that we meet that you really want to focus on? Um, and is there a way that you want to go about it and kind of explore that with them? So that way, they, again, they don't have that void where, you know, if they do feel like they may, you know, be needing their coach at that moment, um, you had a plan set up in place that they can kind of lean on throughout the time that they won't be meeting with you. And that's where the, that, um, that, that having, having that conversation the time before, letting people know, being, having your planning in advance is, is yeah. critical. Um, yeah, I just, I, I never, I never had any issue with that because I did let them know in advance and the next available appointment is on this date. I mean, when you are scheduling, that's simply, here's this next date that's available. Keep it simple. That works as well. Also, um, uh, what if your client needs time off? Current. 
Yep. I mean, that sucks if you're a coach that relies on that client to come in every week and pay his bill. <laughs> that's what our job is, is to get them empowered in such a way that they no longer need us. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but I'm saying for the client, for the coach, for the coaches that's that's got session to session paying clients, but that they haven't gotten the package in advance. The code the client pays before, and now they're like, it's the holidays, and I'm going to be just like. Well, if you're at that point, if you're paying session to session, then like. And you're not setting a contract. That's out of your hands as a coach. You have to. Like, <laughs> think no, that. I know. But how does a coach prepare for that? How do you just got to save? Got to make sure and save. Yeah, you don't money. don't spend all your money. You've got to budget every month for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that so can be scary. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the coach is set up to a point where they can like know their schedule one to two months in advance, so that they can prepare for sort of leaner seasons. I mean, I will just. I'll say as somebody who is a consultant and, and has been a consultant and for a lot of time, long life, long period of my life, lived paycheck to paycheck, where it was not even paycheck to paycheck. It was literally like client to client. And there's a definite feast or famine thing that happens once, you know, um, when, when you're a contractor until you get sort of a system that works and you're not in that space. But starting out, you've got a feast or famine where, where it's either a lot of money coming in and then no money coming in. And a lot of, and it's like this, like, roller coaster unless you start to sort of situate things and that's where where packaging comes in and becomes important where um things that can you can where you have this uh, more consistent income that you can create with your clients um uh, why it becomes so critical because that um i don't know if i'm going to have you know how many clients i'm going to have this month versus next month when it's all the income you have and you don't have any other in you know uh income stream can be stressful um mm-hmm. so it's uh it's it, that's the, the importance of building out programs, the importance of building out um, packages. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not only to give the clients a discount, but also to ensure that you have uh, enough money coming through the door on a regular basis. <laughs> question as well, if a coach is, I, I would suggest maybe a bit more established, but still having those like feast or famine moments, um, maybe perhaps pay yourself a salary every month. So that way, it's lower than what you would probably if you expect. can if you can that's yeah that's why I said if you're already established as a coach this might be beneficial to you probably not starting out but if you pay yourself a salary every month then you can sort of account for the leaner times mm-hmm. um, that's if you have enough money coming in the that's door if you have I mean, there's, yeah uh, if there's you know, no just forget about so. <laughs> a large group of people that starting out don't have that that mm-hmm. reliable income coming that's why um i mean with s corp and when you're filing you can't file for an s corp until you can pay yourself a, a a reasonable wage and a reasonable wage is what sort of what the industry standard is and uh, it takes a while for people to get there they don't always get there quickly in their businesses so um but yeah that's scary plan for it try to <laughs> i think might be a good segue to move on to another one of our topics we have here um managing, managing stress. stress because christmas is all sunshine and flowers right it's just what, yeah, so what causes stress during christmas jerome what causes stress both for coaches and for clients just the amount well, of spoke about to money too is a big one money mm-hmm. stressor family mm-hmm. there you go time mm-hmm. presents shopping so that's <laughs> If you're one. watching this at home, what things stress you out for holidays? The cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the 
the presents are a big one because that's a combination of like family and money and time, all of that goes into I hate, I presents. hate presents so much. I like them. I like giving them. I like giving uh, receiving them. I do not like having to buy them though and trying to figure out what people want. It drives me nuts. So and how do you help, you how can for. somebody help somebody people with that? I love so we're using this this app called Elster. And I kind of love it because you can go on there and see what people want. It's like all these wish lists. Everybody has a wish list. And and I love it because if I want to get people a present, I know what they want, what they're looking for. And it makes life really easy. <laughs> also, you can upload things and select things from Amazon too, which was probably the number Everywhere, one. Everywhere from Amazon, from Etsy, you just have to Etsy. copy and paste in a link. And so you can... Like that's, it's so cool. Everybody use Ulster, <laughs> um, but it, it is, I really like it. I appreciate it. I've also learned a lot about our, my fellow employees. <laughs> yes. We're completely biased because we're using it for our holiday Christmas. Yes, we are. We're using it. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> it is pretty cool. It's been I pretty have... simple seeing it on there. I mean, setting it up and um, buying and it's been all, it's been so simple. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Jerome, putting you on the spot, you were like, I don't want to add things yeah, on my I was going to bring it up. Yeah. Share I, that. Why? Why don't you want to add things on your wish Asking for gifts, just because usually when I want something, I plan, you know, to get it myself. Um, so when it comes to asking somebody else for something, I feel like it's kind of just here, here, give me something. Like, I guess I don't, I like even the two suggestions I put up, it's like I could totally go and you get only that. Put two up, you have to have at least seven. Okay, I'll work on it. Right. God, I need to go put some stuff up on there now. <laughs> I mean, I love receiving gifts, um, but really, I just, especially when it comes to like spending not loads of money, but money, you know, out of someone's pocket, I just always feel like that's something that I could always do for myself. Um, and that's, you know, there's a, a giving too much, gifting too much, and gifting it with strings can be a form of manipulation. Uh -huh. um, uh, which is, you know, it, it's actually a red flag, <laughs> but there's a big difference between like somebody who is um, uh, just, they're doing it with an intention, um, yeah. <laughs> a very specific intention and not just doing it because they, they uh, want to give. Um, that's a tough thing too, though, with gifts. A lot of times just going to go deep here really quick um, <laughs> is the, uh, that, that strings attached. I mean, how many times have we had somebody give us something and then afterwards hold it against us at some point? Or use it to get something from us later. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, that's it's terrible. <laughs> it's primarily why I do not like receiving gifts. Even mm -hmm. though normally speaking, you probably have nothing to worry about. There's just that in the back of my mind that's like, just don't accept gifts from anyone ever. Well, for any reason. Okay, well I'm gonna send all your gifts back. Forget about it. No, well, like, thing is, uh, that's a very <laughs> but that's a very myopic perspective yeah. there people give gifts for a new a number of reasons and and i'm just uh, out my own personal like neuroticism at this point <laughs> um so everybody out there in the chat don't get me a gift <laughs> <laughs> i can't yeah. wait that's not fair <laughs> i'm so bummed you're not my secret santa <laughs> oh, now we narrowed down kyle's secret santa list we know it's <laughs> Yeah, setting out uh, with the intent to hold that above someone's head, um, you know, gifting someone just in general, I think uh, you've got to go into gift giving, which I love. I love to give gifts um, and you've got to go into it expecting nothing back, I would say. 
um, mm-hmm. is the best way to kind of yeah, go What forward. do you love about giving gifts? We're back to what we started, by the way, guys. <laughs> I, I think we should, I think we kind of glossed over the stress aspect, though. Like, we did, kinda... we completely ignored the stress. <laughs> we talked about what could stress you, but I don't know. But, but I mean, Anthony gets stressed out by getting gifts, so, uh, yeah. and. <laughs> and giving them. And giving them both ways. I mean, so so how do we mitigate stress during the holidays? How is how is it that we can mitigate our stress as coaches and as um, and maybe is there a way to help our clients mitigate stress? Mm. Um, Being honest with yourself is a big one. Uh, You've got to mitigate, you know, and understand what your means are when it comes to probably the hardest thing for people to do. (laughs) <laughs> such this huge expectation of it's the holidays like you know family you know they're like you have to give me something i mean you assume that i would say i do sometimes you know i assume those that i care for most in my life kind of expect a gift um which they will receive one but um that is again a really huge portion about you know making sure you're doing that and mitigating how you're spending properly is accepting your your circumstance understand what you can and cannot do having a plan don't, yeah don't go broke for you know two weeks and eating top ramen uh, not two weeks okay, two <laughs> I months don't want to. February. Top ramen. i will <laughs> i think there's i mean i can live on top really, ramen. in reality it's a uh, gift it's great but how long are they going to actually hopefully they appreciate it for a while but you've got to really be honest with yourself yeah. and see yeah that you know that gift, you could give a gift that keeps on giving I used to, I used to, cause I used, I mean, I used to have a lot of people to celebrate Christmas with. I like, and I would make a spreadsheet. I had a spreadsheet so that I made sure everybody was handled. Um, and, uh, I still kind of spreadsheet a bit, but I like to make my gifts. I still do to this day. I think that there's a lot of time and energy and care and love that goes into a made gift. Um, I think that buying a gift can be equally, it takes the time to think about who it is for. And it's the thought for me with gifting that matters more than anything. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm this year, you guys are all going to hopefully, if it works out, um, be getting, um, little pies that I'm going to be mailing out to you guys. Um, and I've already researched how to mail them and keep them cold. And, um, all spoiled the stuff, surprise. So, We're still, um, what? Did you spoil the surprise? We're still like, oh no, days it's going to have, I'm going to have to tell you anyways. And it's okay. got to be there, get there quick too. So you guys got to go out and get them. <laughs> so, um, I've already, or I've got like, I've got the whole process coming in, and, uh, but there's a lot of time and energy and care. I've also done like watercolor paintings for everybody before, which talk about a lot of time, um, yeah. doing that. Uh, well, I think you, you, know, you touched on it, a really good point. I mean, you don't have to go out and spend an insane amount of money to, you know, have a a gift that someone's going to appreciate. I think also that's important too, is maybe mitigating how much you spend um, and balance that with maybe a little bit more thoughtfulness. Cause I know it's easy to go out and buy something really quick and it's done. It takes a little bit longer, which can also be stressful to actually work on a gift. Um, So maybe finding that balance that works for you. Don't give people a gift that, that has already been used and opened by somebody else. And I just had like the worst experience. As long as they don't know. No, no, I knew, I knew, I recognized the item and I was like, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which sounds a little spoiled, but no, it was, it was a terrible situation. Yeah, don't get anyone used to it. Um, 
no used oh. tires for Toyota Thon. That's not. Uh, but so more stress. Back to stress. Uh, we, we've talked about planning. We've talked about budgeting. We've talked about. Um, I think a big one is also self care. Taking making the time for yourself. Setting boundaries. Knowing knowing when to say no. Enough is you know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make it there. I don't have time. Or. Um, I got everybody a card. That's all I could do this year. That's okay. <laughs> I think the gift of, of of just letting somebody know that you care is is really one of the is the best gift yeah. can give. So also, if people get mad at you for the quality of your gift that you give them, then they're you know, probably tell, them to, yeah. tell them to go shove that gift somewhere. I did get mad. <laughs> I got a used heater in a box. It was a heater I had purchased, mind you. So like I was given, I was like, Honey, that's doing? a different, you know, that's a different <laughs> example <laughs> right there. You, are, you can be justifiably mad about that. I'm allowed to be in that case. <laughs> but um, it's more so because people can be hard on themselves mm -hmm. and they feel like they failed on Christmas. They didn't give enough good gifts or whatever. So maybe a little bit of grace and forgiveness for yourself and being okay with, you know, what you're willing to give this holiday season. No, I know that the holidays, you know, there's a lot of religious meeting, but there's personal meeting as well. So personally, what do the holidays mean to you guys? I know what they mean to me. I'm like a giant child during the holidays. I'm a big child that everything's prettier and it's got lights and it's sparkly and people are nicer and they're, you get to dress in winter clothes and their people are being thoughtful and thinking about one another and thinking about what they can do and how they can help each other. I just like, I love Christmas. Um, but that's me. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but I haven't been enamored yet by like the whole holiday. I usually am. I love the holidays, but um, just holidays in general, but I haven't been enamored by like the whole Christmas Eve themes. Yeah. It hasn't, hasn't hit me just yet, but sure it will i hope it will i haven't seen any christmas movies so maybe that's where i should start that's a problem right there you gotta yeah. start the christmas yeah. movies on well and there's kids whenever there's kids that's when the holidays become especially important because those um like cambria loves is looking forward to in our house we're doing christmas so in our house she is counting down i see your wreath in your garland <laughs> For Lisa, I got Lisa the wreath in the yeah. garden behind her. <laughs> I just noticed them. Um, Christmas tree here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm making an effort. It'll hit me. It'll hit me. My dad. My dad was terrible about. It. Like he would never for a long time. He didn't have Christmas tree or anything like that. Or if he did, he would get like the most sad, pathetic, like like Charlie Brown tiny thing, and he would just like stick it on a this column. We had to walk by him coming in the house and be like, "There's the tree." <laughs> but um, he also once like uh, wrapped the 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 photos around the house in Christmas paper just mm. because he that was how he decorated. I was like, "It's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> but we also it was a, a tradition to find a way to hardest wrap our gifts for one another and like so it would be like a box and a box and a box and a box duct taped on around every corner zip tied like we would do anything we could to make it almost impossible to get into the present itself and that's that was fun <laughs> yeah i was the usually the victim of that every year growing up that was yeah it just wouldn't fail. They wouldn't fail my family. There were lots of pranks in our family. Uh, like, I got to the point where I just was ready to just <laughs> rip, just not even think about unwrapping, just start ripping through boxes. 
No, no, that we, it wouldn't even be possible because my yeah. dad would have, he has super tape. And okay. so it would have been super tape and super tape has fibers in it that make it not able to tear. Like <laughs> I'm giving up. I don't want it then. And usually at the end, it's just like something like a candy cane or something. <laughs> um, that's what that, I discovered this thing and it's so exciting. It's called, um, oh, what's it called? It's uh, it's it's like camo gifting, or it's not. But that's not the name for it. It's like disguise gifting, where it looks like one thing, but it's not at all what it is. So they like mm -hmm. wrap it shaped like a toilet seat, <laughs> but it's not a toilet seat. It's something else. But it's, I'm like, I love this practice. I want to incorporate it in my life. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? What the holidays mean to? Yeah, the holidays mean to you guys. <laughs> what does the holidays mean to you, Lise? Oh wait, wait you said kids right he said yeah yeah, yeah. And angelique when she was younger that's my older my younger daughter who's older <laughs> used to get i used to work so much i mean just i just did not have time to put tree up put decorations up she used to get mad at me however since you know then and now especially now with cambria grandbaby we just we set we set out to be intentional even though it's been busy to set the house and decorations and and lights, she's just so very excited to see all of that, and it's so that for me is the joy and journey through that experience. And then Brooke also got a few things for me as well. As you can see, I got some um, garland behind me, and it's beautiful. And so that's been joyous having that as well. Kyle, your turn. <laughs> What is what does the holidays mean to me? I would say uh, homemade food for my mother. That's something that I only get once a year during this time, specifically tamales. So that is what I am waiting for the most. And then just being with family and remembering why we all meet together and why we're close. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have those times uh, often. And days like holidays are some of the few where we can get together. And it's only getting harder and harder to get together because of everybody's lives. And so yeah. it's just a, a good time to appreciate when we're all there together at that moment. That's yeah. what holidays are for me. Yeah. Family, friends, connection. Yeah. And food. And food. I, can, yeah. <laughs> I can attest to the mom's tamales. They're great. <laughs> Anthony? Mm. I'm a bit of a Scrooge. <laughs> um, I would say it's I get into because last Christmas I had COVID, so I just quarantined myself like on Christmas Day, which was surprisingly nice. I just quietly <laughs> read a book, just you know, mind my own business, opening presents at my house. Now I've noticed throughout the years, around every Christmas time, I get kind of introspective and I think about how how to set myself up for the new year coming up because i have segmented my life for like okay the christmas december time that's the end let's take a look <laughs> back at what i've done the past year and then i'm not happy about it and then i go okay we're going to do the new year which ultimately is an arbitrary form of measurement but <laughs> it is arbitrary and it also you know it's not very good setting myself up for failure every single December being yeah, right. Every December I get depressed. <laughs> yeah, every December I'm disappointed. Every January I'm motivated. <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll just go with that. So 
it's just sort of a way to think about the end of the year and sort of, you know, take stock of what has been accomplished, I guess, and hopefully celebrating that. And then also getting the chance to celebrate that with people, you know, and family and friends and yada, yada, all that sentimental stuff. So yeah, that's my long winded explanation of what how the holidays mean. We'll be able to do some of that live next week with our year in review. Oh, yeah. Um, so you guys be sure to join us for that. Uh, but I think, Anthony, thank mm-hmm. you for making this easy on us. Uh, we can segue perfectly into Bulls, mm. the holiday, and the new year. Because we know every time we set those New Year's resolutions, they absolutely work 100% of the time. No, they don't. 92% <laughs> failure rate. <laughs> 92% failure rate. <laughs> So why do we uh, think mine, I, get, um, I get mine every year, every year I get mine. As long as I'm alive, the moment I die, I have failed at my new year's resolution. <laughs> Cause my new year's resolution is to live Stay another alive. year. <laughs> so why are they so, why are we terrible at, you know, actually succeeding in these resolutions? Because we're doing it in a, for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing it cause you feel like you have to, um, which is not a good motivation to start off with a goal because you feel like you have to. I mean, we were just talking about that last week about gifts where the I in gifts is intention and setting that intention. But if your intention is so shaky where it's just like my intention is because it's the new year and I have to, and everybody's making new year's resolutions, not a good way. All right. <laughs> so yeah that's one reason why um new year's resolutions don't really work for the most people mm-hmm. well because they don't plan for the life part of it they mm-hmm. they grand grand plans and then they misstep once and then give up and uh quickly it deteriorates um uh and amongst a, a wealth of other reasons um what can you do instead don't ever set goals. <laughs> Don't ever improve as a person. <laughs> I set a lot of goals. I set a goals and I reach them. I did something that I do in my life and I enjoy doing. Um, but my goals are not set around uh, yeah. the new year. They're set yeah. when I, it's time for me to do them, when I'm ready to do them, when when the, it's, it's right for me. Um, uh, that's when I set my goals. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of setting ourselves up for failure with resolutions. So that's me being a pessimist. <laughs> so <laughs> you can set an intention instead. If the, yeah, if there's if it's a goal that you genuinely care about, why wait um, until the beginning of the year to begin with it? Um, start now if that's something that you genuinely you know again have intent on completing. And um, it's got to be the thing too is there's a lot more to go, than setting a resolution. You can say I want to work out you know every day of the week, but you, there's pieces to that puzzle that go in that we need to be aware of, that we need to plan for. Well, how are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? And then honestly, that 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 goal, uh, what happens when you don't? What happens, you know, and there's all these things that people don't plan for around that. Um, and then it's a lot of times people want to go from zero to 100 and they forget mm-hmm. that there's all these little steps in between. Here's, um, a, here's a good tip for people wanting to work out for their New Year's resolution. Start going to the gym now in December. Hire somebody to chase you. That's all. <laughs> if you go to the gym now, it's not going to be busy. 
if you go in January, the gym's going to be so full. Yeah, it's almost impossible at the beginning of the year to get a good spot in the gym. Um, yes. <laughs> That's my, that's my quick tip. I, 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 might, actually, I think mine was way better. <laughs> that's, I'll chase. If you want to I hire have me, and chase you on a regular basis. <laughs> that would be so much fun. As your job, you're like a licensed like stalker. <laughs> I make people allowed, run. <laughs> you're allowed to terrorize your clients. He's there again. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys are working it. You're working it. <laughs> we, got, we got like five minutes left, so we're playing loose now with the, the live but yeah that'd be fun <laughs> but going back to setting an intention uh that's mm -hmm. that's another thing you can do i intend i just intend to to have be have a good year to stay positive this year to to, to uh, be mindful to uh, the, the more general less specific um but it is a way that you can approach the year with a new a different mindset right it's like setting Starting the year with a mindset, a specific mindset. Yeah. In mind five more times. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say it's a really good time to do that is around, you know, this time in December, maybe a little bit deeper into December as we continue, uh, just because we can all get lost in the shuffle of our daily routines. And with Christmas coming up, should you be able to afford that time off, take it and be able to kind of sit with yourself and develop, you know, true intent, not, be, you know, kind of getting mixed in with some of the other things that you be, you know, you can usually deal with um, for your daily routine again. Intention is a very important thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that we're about done. Lisa's dying. Um. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yes, the migraine <laughs> is still definitely present. Um, I can tell just because you're squinting. <laughs> it is. Oh, you can see me squinting? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll, we're going to sign off and say we'll be yep. here next week um, for, we're going to do just sort of the year in review. We're going to talk about the things we have talked about and done over the past year, surmise mm -hmm. it, and then I think the following, we're going to be off for a little bit. So little vacay for us <laughs> um, we'll be back again uh next week and then the following after that we'll be back in january so um yes now we'll see you guys next week thank you for watching thank see you guys until next time um i'll be the same and happy holidays happy holidays hey everyone thanks for tuning into today's episode once again this is brought to you by certified life coach institute we're an icf accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three-day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at certifiedlifecoachinstitute.com. Until next time, be well.